Hey everybody, welcome back to Goody and Johnny Mo with the movies. It has been a long absence for Johnny and Mo and I. We've had a few things going on, but finally we are back. Yep. We actually have five movies on the docket that we have to get reviewed for you guys. I don't, get know them that, out. I don't know that we've ever been five movies behind. No, no, we are five movies deep and we've, we've got to get these <laughs> We've got to get these going because there's a lot of stuff coming out between now and the end of the year yes. that we are going to see and review. Um, so with that, we thought we'd do actually something kind of fun uh, while we're recording this. We, uh, were, we were trying to figure out what movie we were going to review and obviously the obvious choice as well. The chronological, just through right. chronologically, go to the oldest one. I said, you know, it'd be fun if we did a, almost like a, a pot, potluck grab bag. So yeah. what we have is, is I have, I have, five movie stunts. Uh, four of them are the movies that we saw. One of them is one that we saw that you didn't get a stub. We didn't get a stub for. But the but the five mm-hmm. movies up on the docket are in the order that we saw them. We're Shang Chi, Venom, two. Venom. Then uh, James Bond, no, James Bond, No Time to Die. Then it was the Halloween, Kills. Halloween Kills, and, and then, then the, the Eternals. Eternals. Right. So what we do is, is I have the five movie <clears throat> stubs here, and instead of the Venom movie stub, which we couldn't get a printout, I have the Suicide Squad, which was the last movie we reviewed. <laughs> um, and Goody is going to pick one of these at random. All right. So and we're gonna. That will be the movie. That's gonna be the movie to for tonight. This one is, looks like we're doing Venom. Venom. Venom that's, will be first. That's suicide. Venom 2. Okay. All right. We're going to do Venom 2. Uh, there will be carnage. There, well, first we have to we gotta do our we got to do our beverage of the night. And I'm going to leave this up to you because this is, this is your this is, special, this is, uh, special this, night. This, this part of the show is the Johnny Moe show. Okay. So um, a couple weeks back, I was in Cape Cod for my annual uh, family reunion. Uh, hence my Cape Cod shirt. Um, and one of my favorite stops, either on the way to Cape Cod or on the way home from Cape Cod, and even better if you could do it both on the way and going home, um, is the Buzzards Bay Brewery in Westport, um, which is not in Buzzards Bay. There is an actual Buzzards Bay, Massachusetts, right uh, just uh, off Cape Cod. But the Buzzards Bay Brewery, for whatever reason, is not in Buzzards Bay. It's in Westport. Um, and it's really cool. It's in, like, in the middle of nowhere, in the middle of field. And one of the fav- one of my favorite drinks that they have there is their seasonal something they do seasonally in around October is they have a beer that they call Boo, you know, B for B O O for ghosts. So I got my standard growler full of Buzzards Bay Brewing <laughs> Company Boo, um, and basically I finished off what we had into these two glasses. Poured into my official Buzzards Bay Brewing Glass Company. Did you uh, buy that or was that sticky fingers? No, I bought that uh, quite a number of years back. Oh, there you go. Um, and I've had it ever since. And I, I always actually bring it with me because in theory, when you when you show up at the brewery with the glass, you're supposed to um, get like a discount. Um, mm. uh, this okay. year due to COVID, they didn't do that, but they were still very happy that I brought the glass. Cool. And this year I picked, for the, I picked up my... Buzzards Bay there you go. Brewing. Now, I've Cat. never, I don't think I've ever had this. I don't remember no. you bringing a growler home before. You know what? I've never brought this. a growler home before, but I think a couple of years back, I might have brought back uh, some cans of boo. Okay. So you may have tried this That's a, possible. Couple, a couple of years back. So we're going to have a taste. So here we go. So cheers. Cheers. To episode 48. Episode 48. And, and to Venom. There will be carnage. Yeah. Mmm. <clears throat> oh, this is nice. Yeah, it's a little dark. This is nice. I, I actually like dark beers. That's okay. 
So Ooh, I'm going to finish that before the end of the episode. I'm going to put that down. So, I'm going to take that off and unzip this and get into <laughs> standard. Now we're, in, now we're in movie mode. Now standard geek mode. Uh, wearing a Star Wars shirt. <laughs> so Venom, there will be carnage. Is it Venom 2? There will be carnage, or just venom. There will be carnage. I think it's just venom. I think it's just venom. venom there will be, there carnage. will be carnage. Yeah, I think it's the type of card. We wound up seeing this um, at not one of our standard venues. We've been to this venue before, but um, we were meeting some people that were coming from Nassau County, so we kind of met, met in the middle mm-hmm. um, at the uh, National Amuse. No, United Artists in that Farming. Was United Artists one. Usually, yeah. we were at the Island Sixteen in Holbrook. Um, before COVID, we were at Sayville. Yep. Which, which big we are news. we are very happy to uh, announce that the Sable Movie Theater, Theater will be reopening opening this, very soon. this Friday. Oh, uh, they, oh, this Friday, this Friday, November nineteenth, okay. uh, just in time for Ghostbusters Afterlife to come out. I think they timed that very well. Yeah, uh, it it seems to have been going under renovations since uh, COVID shut them down. Um, and this is the, this will be the first time they they will be reopening since March of 2020. So I'm very happy to see that. Uh, I hope the popcorn is just as good. Good. And, and I'm looking forward to getting back and there. We think they've been doing some renovations. So yes. We're curious to I, see I if it's going to have. I'm curious to see what they got going on in there. I hope to God. The... I hope to God they fix the air conditioning system because that has been busted for years. Maybe <laughs> even uh, thicken the walls a little bit because quite often <laughs> you can hear it. You can movie, hear another movie. <laughs> and you might even hear what's going yeah. on in the other theater. <clears throat> Um, Pretty funny, but uh, yeah, I think the first movie we're gonna see there is Ghostbusters. Good, oh yeah, this weekend. So we literally were like, um, we need to see <laughs> be, be, before we get six movies behind, because at some point, you know, the, the movies drop off. Like we just never get to them, and there have right. been movies that we've seen in the yeah, past that we've never so. got to. I was just going through my movie stubs just before to pull out these movie stubs, and I pulled out all the movie stubs that were in my wallet, and I'm like, wow, I don't think we did um, a review of old or nobody. Right. Well, maybe we did do old. I don't think so. No, I don't think You know think what it is? Uh, me and Chris see a movie, and we talk about it for so much in the car. Right. Afterwards, or outside the theater afterwards, you know, it almost feels like a review. You know, so I, I know we talked about it. We could it, almost but... do like a fresh take coming out of the theater. We could probably do like a quick little like YouTube uh, review that way. That would be do, interesting. Do a, we do a live Live review from the theater. Yeah, we could try that one time. <laughs> so we were uh, so seeing Venom. It, you know, my my overall thoughts coming out of the theater after I first saw this was I enjoyed this more than the first film. Um, yes, the first film, um, Hardy's Hardy's great as as Eddie Brock. Uh, I think he I think he does a good job in the role. Yeah, and you know what? I'll be honest with you. I'm not a really big fan of him as an actor. Like he doesn't do much for me. And I feel like a lot of his roles are a little like like he was Bane, wasn't he Bane? Yeah, he was Bane. And he was like, I mean, was he really that jacked up, or was he CG? Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. No, that was him. Okay, and he was in he was in uh, the Road Warrior. Yes, he played like, so Max. He, he plays a little kind of these offbeat characters, so I think maybe that made him a good choice for Eddie Eddie Brock as as, as Venom. But yeah, no, I agree with you. I, I I didn't like the first one at all. The first one, I I'll be honest. The first one, I I, mean, it wasn't, I think I fell asleep. It wasn't part horrible, of it. but it wasn't. No, but I, it just I, I really like a, didn't care for it. It was all right. And again, like the, these movies are done by Sony. These are not done by Marvel. These yes. are not MCU films. Mm-hmm. Uh, although there is spoilers in this, and we will get to that at the end. Uh, the big spoiler that happened in this movie, but the. 
Yeah, Woody Harrelson. I'll, I'll be honest with you. I, when the first movie came out, I thought it did so bad that I'm like, sometimes you just sit there and say, you know what? They ain't making, but it, they ain't but making it, another one. But it made a lot of money. It did make a lot it of had, money. The movie had legs, and it actually made a lot of money. It didn't, I don't, it didn't make a billion dollars, but I no, mean, no, it, no, made no. A lot, it made a, quite it, a few hundred it, million dollars. It must have made a profit. And I think it probably made the made a profit mainly because of the popularity of, of Venom. Venom. Mm-hmm. You know, it's one of those things, like at the end of the day, like, no matter how bad a Punisher movie might be, it's going to make a lot of money because the Punisher has such a huge following. Venom has a really, you know, huge following. Yeah. Um, people, like, really like that character. Um, so even if all the people that wanted to see it only wound up seeing it once... Still alive. It was enough. It was yeah. enough. It was enough. To and I think that's what ended up happening. I think this took uh, a, a big jump. Well, Venom has been a popular character for years. Uh, they tried doing it in yeah. Spider-Man Three with uh, Tobey Maguire, the Sam Raimi Spider-Man. Oh yeah. Which uh, I, I think a lot of people can agree that wasn't done very well. I think a lot of people probably don't realize how old Venom is. Venom was first introduced in, you know, well, the actual character of Venom was first introduced. Um, in Amazing Spider-Man, whether you want to say 298, 299, or 300, cameo versus first appearance, blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. But that was back in 1988. You know, people might say the first appearance is Secret Wars number eight, but that's not. It's the first, that that's the Secret symbiote. Wars number eight is the first appearance of the symbiotic black the costume, organism. Right. the organism, that at that point bonded with Peter Parker. Venom is not the symbiote. Venom is not Peter Parker in a black costume. Venom is actually... The combination of the symbiote and Eddie, Eddie Brock. Brock. Yeah. That is Venom. If, if the symbiote goes somewhere else and bonds onto somebody else, which it has probably done dozens and dozens of times throughout its life, you know, it's it's something else. It's whatever it is. You know, Venom is not the individual symbiote. Venom is the combination. I, you know, the two things I probably enjoyed the most in this film were, I actually, I actually really enjoyed Woody Harrelson. Like I, I've always found him very interesting in in most of his roles. Yeah, and uh, and this one for me, he didn't disappoint in this role. He kind of played the crazy. He Cassius. I think he hammed it up. I, I and I don't disagree with that. But for the film, for the style and film of which they were going for, I almost felt like it fit. Well, no, it fit. He he definitely hammed it up. You know, so I I, I see that. But the the second thing is the relationship of. Eddie Brock and Venom in this movie, I thought was done so much better than in the first one. Yeah, like there was yeah. such like this uh, this buddy this buddy buddy relationship that yeah. they had, and mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. way that they play it up, uh, I thought that 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 made for a lot of comedy. Like yeah, I found this I, film to be much funnier yeah, than the first. And film. I think the comedy in this film worked. Yes, a, a little bit better than than the first one because in the first one. You know, you were just like, you know, you, you're just getting accustomed to everything. And then they're throwing in these jokes and it's like, is it supposed to be funny? Right. And it really, the joke wasn't that funny, but was it was it supposed to be a joke? Like, like you weren't sure, you know. And But then by the time when you, when you got, when you got going into, going into Venom, Let There Be Carnage, you kind of know mm-hmm. what the scenario is. You know that these two characters are going to be going out. Because yeah. in all honesty, I don't think... Um, I don't think the Venom in the comic books, at least not the first ten years of Venom in comic books, were, were portrayed with any sort of. No, I think it was, he comedy. was more, he was always seen as more serious. He was a more think. serious, darker, like a character. menacing, 
Yeah, I yeah. mean, granted, as, as in in the comic books, as Venom became more and more, they they made him a little bit more outrageous, a little bit more you know wacky, but the roots of Venom were were much were darker, and I think that's where most of the appeal comes from is from that from that dark part. But the okay, so you go ahead. I I want to I want to go off on a tangent with Woody Harrelson for a minute, but I don't want to do that yet. I'll <laughs> do that after we talk a little bit more. Um. The movie was also short. Like, this was not a long film. I, I think it was... Oh, you know what? I remember you saying that. I think it was just over 90. It was around like 90 minutes. Yeah, like, like an hour was, and a half. Yeah. This was, done. Not, this was not your typical standard two-hour superhero Oh, and film. I forget the girlfriend's name in the movie. It's, um... She has a villain name. Oh, the one that... The one that's with, um... With Woody Harrelson. With Woody Harrelson. Yeah. Right? That's silly. I forget her name. Pariah, something like that. Uh, you would know better than me with those characters. Yeah, well, it's and it's because um, it's a Marvel. Yeah, something like that. I, I forget the name, but it's something like uh, uh, she she can she she has screaming. Yeah, she has an, an ability to. Yeah, like and a sonic cry. I actually tried to look up her first appearance to see if I had it. And I think I might actually have it, but I don't know that it's that that book is going to take an enormous mm, jump because of, because of her. But she was actually actually played a good character. Actually, like I actually liked her character. Yeah, I liked the interplay between her. The storyline between the two of them, between uh, Woody Harrelson and uh, his his girlfriend, um, I actually liked that. I, I thought that kind of gave that gave his character a little bit more depth. I think it might be Mariah. Yeah. No. Yeah. It gave, well. Yeah. Because I think in the comic books, I think you really just see kind of <clears throat> Carnage as like a lunatic out to kill everybody. Right. With really nothing else underneath that. But in this case, there's actually some some depth to the character. Well, especially because they give him a reason because they basically held his girlfriend yeah. hostage for And like, even though he like is 15, really just 15, a, a nut job who wants to kill people, yeah. he, he, has, he has he's, no more, he's that. more than that. It's right. not that he's he's less than that or, the, or this even justifies why he wants to kill everybody. It's right. just he, he, he is carnage, but... He's he's a little bit more, and he's got that going on, which is actually kind of fun. They're almost like almost like a Bonnie and Clyde. Yes, <laughs> and, and no, in all you know what though? But that's the perfect character portrayal that you just nailed it. Like yeah. that's exactly what it felt like as you're watching this. Yeah, because she's all into it as well. She's she's not like the moral compass for him to try no. and bring him down. She's, no, she she's, goads him. She, she like she's sitting right next to him in the car, mm-hmm. and they're driving along, doing crazy stuff, and and yeah, you know they're they're they're. Bonnie and Clyde, you know. Yeah. So what's your tangent now? Okay, so, so I I just have this thing where it's like you know like. You know they're trying to make this movie and they're like, who can we get to play Carnage? And like we need somebody who can just play, you know, really ham it up, crazy, you know, batshit. Now he was also in the first film. He Woody Harrelson. Woody Harrelson was in towards the end of that movie. Oh, okay. Yeah. And I, I think, well, they probably, like, knew they were going to have him as Carnage. You mm-hmm. know, that's not a coincidence. You know, I forgot about that, because Venom came out how many years ago? That like, was 2018, oh, I think. Yeah, so at least, you know, three years ago. Um, so, you know, you get someone like Woody Harrelson, and you basically tell him, look, you know, we need you to sit there on screen, and these are the lines, and you need to put on that face and that snarl and that grin and that subtext and like you know you know do it up you know and at the end of the day most of Woody Harrelson's great lines are like you know are you know either him in the cell mm-hmm. or you know you know and all the scenes 
with him as Carnage, they're all CG. The for the majority, most part. For the most part, Yeah, yes. I probably like 90%. Like when he's on screen fully bathed in red as Carnage, you know, whether it's walking down the jail and killing people or doing whatever he's doing. At the end of the day, you know, Woody Harrelson, as a, as a part of this movie, really has no idea what the final movie's going to look like. You know, like, like back in the day when someone made a movie, they were in all the scenes and they could kind of they kind of had an idea what the movie was going to look like right. because they were in front of the camera and that was it. You know, in a movie like this where there's so much CG action. You know, he's just like, you know, I sat there and I read my lines and I and I put on, you know, I did the, I, you know, I, I I did what I was told, you know. He's he, and he's probably like, I can't wait to see what this movie's about. You know what this movie <laughs> looks like. You know, because like, you know, you could literally be watching the movie and and, and like 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 you almost think like the actors and actresses know what's going, like, you know, they, they know the movie, they know right. the story. But it's like, at the end of the day, there's almost nothing on the screen that's live. It's all CG. All these fight sequences are all CG, you know, taking place on the side of buildings. You know, none of these actors are on the side of the building or falling off whatever or fighting. But some of them, but nowadays, though, a lot of them, because they do motion capture, they're in, like, these motion capture suits, and they are performing a lot they of They might be, but I have a feeling sequences. they might have more, like, athletic people. I think depending on what the stunt is, yes. Yeah. But some of these guys want to do all this stuff. So, like, they will kind of get into the motion capture suit, get hooked up on the harnesses, and get kind of thrown around. Yeah. Now, obviously, that's going to be, I'm sure, scene dependent. And also, are they willing to let the actor do these things uh, and take the risk of actually yeah. getting hurt? You know, you get this scene where, like, like you know, car like carnage, like, melts down for a second and they show Woody Harrelson's yes. face and he says something. You know, at the end of the day, Woody Harrelson was probably just sitting in a chair saying something. They superimpose it, <laughs> and then it's like it, I think it would just be interesting now with like some of these films that are that are so CG. You know, even the actors themselves would be looking at it, going like, "Wow, this that's okay. That's what happened. I guess that's what happened." But you know, that's also why they I have think, no idea what happened. I think that's why it's so interesting when they they film the behind the scenes like interviews, and you, you like you hear the actors talking about those types of scenes where they give their perspective, and it's like. Yeah, I was. I did the scene. I was. You know, I spoke the lines. I was talking with Tom Hardy, but you know, it was just me. You know, like mm -hmm. I'm not there in this giant costume. Like right. all of a sudden, get that's all done in post. You know, right, but like, right, right. You know, so I have to imagine it all in my head from what these guys are telling me and looking at the storyboards. How's that all going to look? Oh yeah, because at the end of the day, right? Isn't it like truly like all the lines? Oh no, or is that just for animation? All the lines are respoken. They record the lines. I don't know uh, if they all get re like they all get redone, like not redone, but like it's like um, it's after. Oh gosh, what's that called? Some type of uh, audio recording that's done afterwards. There's a, there's a particular name for it. Yeah, like they uh, like you see you see the you, you've seen these behind the scenes things where the actors are like. You know, maybe they're even watching the film as they're doing. Well, a lot of it and, too has to do with the camera angles. So and like, they're in front of because the obviously in front of making, a microphone speaking. And because a lot of times they're doing, um, it's there's multiple camera angles that they're filming these scenes at. Sometimes the voice that they use, the audio that they use, isn't syncing up with the camera angle that they took. Yeah. So then they have to re-record right, the proper right. the proper audio and dialogue for that. Right. Um, Oh, I'm so mad I don't remember that what that's called. But there, there is a particular name for that. Mm -hmm. But anyway, you know, the movie was the, the movie was definitely interesting. The, the dynamic and the relationship between Venom and Eddie Brock, um, 
really does kind of like pull you into this because there is a point where they separate and they he, kind of realize that they, they do need each other. Yeah. You know, like they, they can't stand each other at one point. And like they literally have this fight in, uh, in Eddie Brock's home where they're literally kicking the crap out of one another. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, like I feel like Eddie can't really affect Venom. At the end of the day, like Venom's Eddie gonna win Brock that fight. is just human. Right. And if the and if the symbiote is 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 apart from him, you know, just like basically, you know, when the when the symbiote's running around, do whatever he can do, he can pretty much do whatever he wants and pretty much kill anybody he wants. And that was the, you know, and that was the thing in the first film is that the reason why the you know, the symbiote chose Eddie Brock is because he fit as a host. Where that was like the whole storyline that these symbiotes yeah are you can't a host can't be anybody. Yeah, you yeah. know, it has to match the symbiote. Yeah. Otherwise, the symbiote basically kills off the host. Right. Okay. Right. 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 And I think you saw a little bit of that in this. When, like, oh yeah, he starts, when he started when he, when getting, he other, going he started getting other people. Yeah, they he's, were, he's they going were, to clubs. He's like yeah. doing all this crazy stuff. Like you he's know, getting he's getting out in the world a little bit. Yeah, when he was actually like you know trying <clears throat> to be his own personality. Um, I, see, I thought like like the scene like with him at the club. Right. I thought that worked. Like I thought that was funny. Like I, I, I thought it was, I thought it was kind of, uh, I thought it was interesting, you know. And of course, everybody, you know, almost anybody he runs into, thinks, you know, he's, you know, a guy in a costume or something like that. You know, he's not. Right, and really, it just, it just worked because it was almost like yeah. a costume party anyway yeah. that he was at. So like it worked that he was able to get away with it. Yeah. Now there was also a, a, a funny character in there, the the Asian woman who worked in the convenience store. Yes, she's back again. Um, she yeah. was oh, actually. She was actually. She, you know, her her character is pretty funny. Oh, I can't remember what her name her name is. Um, but yeah, even like, <laughs> like she has like a, a not a fight with them, but you can see there's like this joking relationship almost. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and I mean, she knows about Venom, so it's it's really interesting. Like all the stuff that like goes on inside. Like there were definitely times where like Venom's speaking, and it's almost you're unsure of. Can everybody hear that, or is it only speaking inside of Tom Hardy's head? Yeah, head. you know what? I feel like. I mean, it, I feel like he's speaking inside. It's in his, Eddie it's in his head. And well, because you would always tell from from Tom Hardy, you know, from Eddie Brock's reaction after the fact, because he would either respond quietly as if he's talking to Venom, yeah. or if he's talking to everybody, then you're like, all right. So but but I think a lot of times when when Eddie Brock is talking to the symbiote. And somebody else is around. It appears that he's talking to himself. Right. Yeah. Which is funny, but yeah, because he would think Eddie. You know, I guess Eddie Brock can't telepathically talk to him silently. Right. He's, he's got. He, he's he, has, got, he, has he actually has to talk out to loud. Well, yeah. I mean, well, that makes sense because the symbiote has that power to do that. Mm-hmm. You know, that's one of his powers. And Eddie Brock is just a guy. He can't do anything. He's just. Yeah. He's just got to talk. That's pretty funny. No, like well, listen. Is it a, is it a great film? No, not by any means. But to me, it was enjoyable enough to go sit through. I had definitely had more laughs in yeah. this film, and I definitely enjoyed this film more than uh, than the first. Yeah, because I forget who they fought in the first film. It was um, was it like Riot or something like that. Or? Some nonsense. Whoever that like whoever like the white symbiote was the white or the gray one yeah yeah it was just they were i mean at the end of the day they were fighting another symbiote but in right. this case at least it was you know that was more like you know random symbiote just for the sake of the fight well, i think i think Whereas they were just carnage setting it up. actually has you know well i feel like they, like they couldn't just do carnage out of the gate you know because that's that's the big 
And again, car right. Villain, and again, right? Carnage yeah. is a character who's been around for a long time. Carnage right. since the nineties. Since I think ninety one. I think he Early first appeared right. in ninety one. So you're talking about a character that's, you know, thirty years 30 old. Thirty years old. You know, and to some people that's you know before they were even, a lot of people go into the movie that's before they were even born. Right. You know, I look at it like you know like. Oh, well, how many people were going to this movie just to see Carnage? Yeah. Like Carnage not, is, not even to, to me. See Carnage Venom. is a is a modern day villain, but you know. The modern age apparently started like in nineteen like eighty seven and never stopped, you know, because nothing, it just keeps going nothing interesting has happened in comics in it for them to create a new age. So the modern age is now like forty years long. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so there was um, one unbelievably ridiculous plot convenience in this film. In this film, that like I said, be, I, I, because I don't think. There weren't that many in the film to annoy me. But this, but this one, one stood out. This one was so bad, it annoyed me, but not enough to not enjoy the film. Right. But it was so absurd. It's the scene where um, Eddie Brock is uh, learning about um, you know, Cletus Cassidy's Who's Carnage? Oh, Cletus Cassidy's yes. like you know history in his past, and he's right. trying to figure out some clues. Yes. So he he, he winds he, up going to. The, it was like an institution or something that that he grew was it up the in. institution or the orphanage? Oh, it might have been the orphanage. I think he winds up going to the orphanage. Yes. That um, he started at. He started now. So one, the orphanage is closed. Right. Not even. I'm not. I'm talking about close to the night. I'm no, talking like locked about up, shut down, yeah. abandoned, abandoned for God knows how long. Blah blah blah. You know. So one, you're going to a facility that is completely abandoned. There's nobody there. You can go and ask questions. You know. Not that he was going during the day anyway. Mm -hmm. He's well, going. He's, in he's an investigative journalist, so he's 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 yeah, going to investigate. He's going there at night, and it's like you sit there and you're like, what the hell are you going to find? And he like. He goes on. He he goes on the grounds, and he's got his flashlight, and it's a pretty large. Oh, facility! Yeah, it's a pretty yeah, large. Yeah. It's a it's a it's an orphanage, like in the middle of of a large field parcel almost. of land. Mm -hmm. You know, there's old trees and stuff, and right out of the blue, in no time flat, Eddie Brock finds on a tree a carve out of you know initials C K loves. Whoever, whoever, right. whatever, her, whatever her initials were, and it's like one. You never would have found that. Two, at that, at that time of night, no. if you would have found it, it would have taken you a long time. Three, like you know, like it was that that when that was carved in was decades ago. Right, like you know how I mean? many people with those initials have like, been there? Well, that, that, like, not even like, that. It, it wouldn't. It wouldn't assumed. be clear. Like, it, like it, if it was freshly carved in the past year, you would have seen it. But something that's been there for 10 or 20 years, like like the bark would have grew over it. Like it would have been really hard to spot. It would have been really faded. You wouldn't have found it, and it might not have even been recognizable. It's just like, Especially you know, at night. Like, I don't care if you got a flashlight. Like, even at night, like, that would have been tough. You know, like you said, like, that was one of those, like, ridiculous conveniences. Yeah, you know, it's like, it's like you know what? I, I Somebody dropped, you know, like, somebody dropped... Uh, a quarter at Disney World. Let me go see if I can find it. <laughs> and but, you happen to. And you stumble do. upon oh, it. Oh, as soon as you walk in, yeah, that's like, that's the quarter. Right there on like, Main Street. <laughs> what are you kidding me? Yeah. Like you, you just sit there and you're like you like it was it was even before he found that, in your head you're going, What's he doing there? Right, right, right. What is he gonna find? Yeah. What like like that's like 
Like, like I was expecting him to go through like files, or right? Something right. Like, that, like right? I'm like that's not not find like a tree with carvings, and then it's like stupid. Whose like, initials yeah. are these? Yeah, break Who into is the, this? yeah, break into the building and maybe see if there's still some records there. Like yeah, like right. like yeah, the, they didn't take the records with them. They left all the records there when they closed down the institution. Like no, they didn't. The just, other, it just made no sense. And then he actually finds something instantaneously that actually puts them in the right direction. And it's like, okay, if and he, he needs, figures it out. There was probably a. Better way for him to figure something out. Than Listen, you had, not, you had ninety minutes to do the film, so yeah. you, you got to make it convenient. <laughs> I found the other convenient was that so, Cass, what's his name? Cass, Cletus, Cletus, Cassidy. Cletus, Cletus, Cletus with a C, and Cassidy with a K. K. I'm pretty sure. So, he gets locked up at a very young age. Yeah, and he was in jail for a very long time. And I don't know how when he got out. Oh, no, no. She drove the car, right? So she had been locked up in that place. So that car chase scene. Yeah. Right? That to me was ridiculous. She, so yeah, she was driving. She's the one who drives she the car. No she had been locked up since she was an, uh, a young teenager. Well, yeah. She was locked away well, at this facility. Yeah, she was in the like orphanage or whatever. Right. And then they, and then they moved her into that, that special. And then she went into that special facility, which was almost like. Was that Ravenclaw? Something like that. Yeah. Right? I think it was Ravenclaw. So she gets moved into there. And she's in and lockdown. And she's, she's locked up for years. And all of a sudden, you know, Cletus breaks her out. And then she gets into a car. And she's driving the and, car. Well, she, but, but not that, just driving the she's car. She's like NASCAR. It, she's like F1 racing yep. around turns. Okay? I think she even drove, drove in reverse at one point And like with like precision. I'm like, I'm sorry. This girl has been locked up for years. There's no way she's driving oh, a car like this. I know what her, her name is Shriek. Shriek, there it is. Yep. It's Shriek. You got it. Yeah, I mean, that's definitely one of those conveniences, too. And listen, I, we get it. We understand what type of movie we're going to go see. But you know what? <laughs> you could have put a little more effort into some yeah, of that. Yeah, there's just, you know, that's, you know, there's, like I said, you know, it, it's the movies where every scene has no effort that right. drags a movie down. But it's like those the types of scenes. movie that like has it. a couple, you can let them slide. But at the end of the day, most movies probably shouldn't have any of those scenes because it's probably not that hard to come up with something that makes more sense. I mean, I think ultimately at the end of the day, it's all about timing. It's just you have X amount of time yeah. to get a movie in. You got to hit these. You got to hit the plot strides. How are you doing that? Mm -hmm. um, and this was the fastest way to get to point from A to B. Now, the ex-wife in the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I forget who she is, but she's pretty hot. But did the did her new it's husband Michelle Williams? Did her oh yeah, yeah, no, I like her. I like Michelle yeah. Williams. Um did her new husband die in the film or did he live? Oh. He didn't he didn't die, did he? you know what? It's been so I feel like I know we saw this like back when it came out. You know, I don't and, remember. You know, I and I it's almost I like there's. We've, I think he got injured. We've, we've seen so many films where you feel like, like somebody's getting killed, who, who sh like you know it's like he just married the wrong person. Oh, it's just wrong. You know, wrong it's like place, it's, wrong like, it's not his fault. <clears throat> wrong, like you know, like it's just like. I actually think he's okay. Okay. I, I think, well, I think I think he survived. I shouldn't say he's okay, but I think he survived. Yeah, and and yeah, and I think we I think we had that same reaction to the. The, the last Halloween movie, not Halloween Kills, but the one before that. Right, the 2018. Just the Halloween, where like Jamie Lee Curtis's daughter's husband gets killed. And it's like... He shouldn't have died. You know, like, 
he like you know messed up. that's just messed up and i feel i felt i think i felt like in this movie if if michelle williams husband dies in this movie I'm yeah. like that's just that would have been sad like, he's it's just like, like wrong it's place, not wrong his time. fault you no. know he's trying to do the right thing this <laughs> and that he knows that you know uh eddie brock is a is a pain in the ass and you know he's got a, i don't know that he knows that that um he's venom yes he finds out no, but he finds out during the movie. He finds out during the movie. Oh wait, yeah, and yeah. doesn't Michelle Williams become like a like almost like a lady Venom at one point? That was in the first movie. No, this one. What does she do this time? Like, they team up to help to help. Oh, Eddie. doesn't he like it? Like goes out of him and then into her. Yeah. For something. Yeah. Like, like for for and like it was like unexpected. Yeah, I, I, right? I'm pretty sure the there's trick, a, there's a, think, sp- a spot part where like um she becomes. She she bonds with the symbiote for yeah, yeah, yes. to do some stuff, and that's actually right. that's kind of cool. Like seeing like you know like a hot female Venom, you know that that that's right. that makes sense. But like like they worked it into the film. Like like somebody probably said we should do that. It's like okay, well let's make it make sense. And the way they did it made sense. But they also did that in the first film also. Yeah, she takes on the symbiote for a period of time. Oh, okay, as well, not a long period of time, but she does that as well. But she definitely did it in this film too. Yeah, right? yeah I remember that, and 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 that worked. Like visually, it worked. That somebody just probably said, "Well, let's do that," but like they worked it into the film so that so that that happening made sense. And I was okay with. Like I said, like this movie. This movie flowed a lot, better. A lot, it flowed better. It a lot flowed of, better than the first you know, film. It, was, it really did. I enjoyed it. Yeah. I, def- I definitely enjoyed this film. I got. How many stars do I give it? Mm, probably still only gets two and a half. But that's at least I a full star that's... more than the first one. <laughs> I, I think I think you're right. On that. I think two and a half is a, I think two and a half is a good score for this film. But it was but it was enjoyable. But what's worth what's worth getting through that movie is the post credit scene. Oh yeah, what happens in the post? So the post credit scene, Venom and Eddie Brock are taking a vacation, and they're in the hotel room, and then all of a sudden something goes down. There's yeah. like a change in the environment that you notice. And they're not really sure what's going on. And then they turn the TV on. And when the TV pops up, all of a sudden you see uh, J. Jonah Jameson, I think, in an interview or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then they start talking about Spider-Man. Yeah. And then you realize that Venom is now in... The MCU. I, I don't know if you want to say the MCU or just in with this Spider-Man. Well, because from what I from what I'm hearing and what I know, this mm-hmm. last Spider-Man film that's coming out in this No Way Home, yeah, is the final Spider-Man film for the MCU. Okay, and it's and all it's supposed to go back to Sony. it's all with you know it involves Doctor Strange and things dealing with the multiverse and right. And, and so things something over. so something definitely occurs. We know yeah. in in from the just from the trailer alone of Spider-Man No Way Home, and I think this was kind of like a little preview of that. So I think the next time we see Venom, I'm thinking. Spider-Man is going to be involved. I think I think Venom is going to be a a cameo. You think it will be a cameo in, in No in Way the, Home? In, the, in No Way Home, along with a boatload of other people doing cameos. I think it's going to be yeah. a cameo up the wazoo. Yeah. But I, which, but I, don't I think, think Venom's be, gonna, which will be fun. I don't think Venom will be involved. I think, if, if anything, to me, Venom will be the post credit scene. Yeah, I don't think Venom's going to be the main villain in any capacity. No, no, no. I don't even think he has anything to do with like any of the fight scenes. No, probably. I, th- I just think he's going to show up at some point as well, yeah. uh, along with a whole other people are going to show just to, up. It's and... just to, it's just to connect Spider-Man and Venom. Yeah. It's just to yeah. get those two guys yeah. connected. I, I, I'm expecting Spider-Man No Way Home to be a whole parade. Yeah. 
of stuff. They're going to be pulling people out of all the movies in the past. They did. Yeah. And it, it seems they're doing that. They're going with the whole Spidey multiverse, which to mm -hmm. me is fine. I think it's a great way to bring back some of these characters. Um, we don't know for sure until we see everything. They still haven't dropped the second trailer, although that's supposed to be coming out very soon. And I think when they do, we might see a little bit more than, uh, than the first one. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. Okay. Um, but overall, I think that was it for uh, for Venom. Yeah. Uh, if you hadn't and seen it yet, we assume that there will be a third. Uh, yeah, I think Sony's going to keep going with this one. With this, uh, to them, this is. I mean, at the end of the day, any winning franchise for any of these any of these um, companies, you know, they're going to they're they're hoping to get three movies out. Well, think about it. You got Venom, and now Sony is also doing Morbius. Mm -hmm. That's also a Sony franchise mm -hmm. so that's going to become that's a whole nother spider-man there was talk about a craven movie at one point in time i don't know if they're still planning on doing that or not craven movie mm -hmm. okay so. wait didn't they introduce in in the post at the end of the movie um like a blue venom symbiote type guy with like oh it was that guy who got hit with it right it, it, that was supposed to it's supposed to be like an offspring yeah. of Venom? Oh, yeah. no, 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 no. Or an no, offspring no, no, of, of Carnage. Of Carnage, yeah. of Carnage. So third generation. So, yeah, so yeah. it's supposed to be something like that. Because at the end of the day, Carnage was like a you know an offspring of Venom, so to speak. Right. You know, and I think that's it. how like, they're going to kind of yeah. play that into the next one. But we'll see what happens. Uh, I'm sure that'll be in development. Well, keep in mind, at the end of the day, almost all these movies have some sort of like some sort of teaser thing at the end right. that the, may or may not come to fruition. Right. How many series... How many movies have been once one-offs? They never went with the second one, even though they dropped. Oh, obviously there will be a second one. So why would they do that? Well, they're planning on doing a second one, just yes. ho hopefully or a third one. You know, hopefully they do. You know, but we'll see. But I think that's going to be it for this episode. Yeah. Okay. Right. So, guys, cheers! Thank cheers. you so much for watching and listening. Uh, next one will be episode forty-nine. Thank you so much for joining us. See you in a bit. Take care.